this is John here at the beginning of the episode. I just wanted to let you know that there was an issue with Tabitha's recording, plays Iskra, and uh, we lost the first half or so of the session. We recorded a couple of the important lines to stick them in there, and it gets explained later on. But I just want to let you know that's why you don't hear her laughter or some of her side comments that you may have gotten used to. Alright, so on to the episode. So last time our session was a little bit different. Uh, it was a shorter one, a little bit of down... Well, it was kind of an extended downtime sequence. Some downtime activities and then talking to some NPCs. Does anyone want to talk about what all we did that time? Kevin, how you feel about Sharon this time? I don't remember anything you did two, two weeks ago. Are you on drugs? That was one week ago. It was one week ago. No, it wasn't. Didn't we skip last week? No. Uh, we no, week we skipped before. the week before. Oh, clearly. I don't remember, so I have no idea what we did. <laughs> so we had to do a bunch of like random mop-ups. So we lowered, we told people the blue coats to go get... Jaboy Bazo Baz. his name is. Bazo Baz. Yep. We went to like some place and went up an elevator and some people made fun of you. I remember that better, Jeremy, than what actually happened. <laughs> but we made fun of you because we had to go up the elevator and then back down the elevator. That, yeah, it was a ramp. Okay, I forgot we're not in the adventure zone. I'm not saying there's not elevators. Bazo Baz got caught, I'm pretty sure, for the crimes that he didn't commit, I think. Well, y'all managed to pin the crimes on him, but he hasn't been yes. arrested yet. The blue coats That's were going right. to start organizing to go do that, and uh, while y'all are having a uh, preemptive celebration party about that, the leader of the Red Sashes, my Lara Clev, came in and talked about how she was pissed off that the blue coats were going to take all the glory. And it sounded like she was gonna go try to raid the Lamp Blacks at some point. We lost some of our wanted status, uh, due in part to some of that. Yeah, by pinning part of your involvement with uh, what's been going on in Crow's Foot uh, with on Bazo Baz, y'all were able to drop from a wanted level of two to one, I think. Mm-hmm. Unless the situation's changed, y'all had said for your heist this time to be to go steal a barrel of the good stuff that Virgil needs to get back in with his vice purveyor, Satara the Demon. Okay, Virgil had uh, found that there was going to be some of the ectoplasmic... Uh, substance stored in a warehouse in the docks so y'all are gonna go try to steal it does anyone want to try to gather information about any of that well i have been getting information for a while um, on where we could find this stuff as filling up my clock so could i get like a so i could roll some potentially roll like a study or something uh, to see how well I did in doing my groundwork. Um, uh, not, yeah. Not study. Survey. Survey a location or situation to understand what's going on. Gather information about opportunities. 
because I that's sort of what I would, was doing whilst filling up my clock, right? Yes, it was. Actually, I don't think you need to roll for it because I think you already have all this information. Okay, uh, let's just start. So y'all are trying to go steal something. The first thing that y'all need is a plan. So the different plans are assault, do violence to a target, deception, lure, trick, or manipulate, stealth, trespass, unseen, occult, engage a supernatural power, Social, negotiate, bargain, or persuade, or transport, carry cargo or people through danger. Well, the second one seems more appropriate to me. Deception? Yeah, like sneaking around, right? Okay. Well, that would be stealth. Trespass unseen. Oh, yeah, that one. Then. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with uh, one die for sheer luck for the engagement roll. Is this operation particularly bold or daring, or is it overly complex or contingent on many factors? Um, it's not, so I just say take an extra die uh, for it being bold or daring. Um, does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest, or are they strongest against this approach? I think that for what's happening here, it's not exposing a vulnerability because they're gonna be looking for people who try to take this, but they're not exactly strongest against it either. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Take 1D. Does anyone have anyone that might be able to help with this theft in the docks? I was gonna say, I think Virgil may know a lot about this. <laughs> Um, Virgil isn't really helping, so he's... What do you mean I'm not helping? He's part of it. Wow. Like, I mean, you've really? got, what, two stress left? That's not very helpful. So you don't have any friends or contacts. I mean, not relevant friends or contacts. Yeah. Are any enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? There is, actually. So take minus 1D. Are there any other elements you want to consider? Maybe a lower tier target will give you plus one. Maybe a higher tier will give you minus one. So right now you're still at just 1D. Uh, this is a higher tier target, but we'll just leave it at one die for right now. Uh, so who wants to roll that one die? Virtual, I think it's your mission, so you should probably roll it. Okay. Yep. I think that makes sense since this is your operation pretty much. A five. Uh, mixed result, you're in a risky position when the action starts. Alright, so the docks is a sprawling district sloping into the banks of the North Hook Channel, separated on the south from Crowsfoot by a wide canal. As you cross over the westernmost bridge, you see the myriad warehouses sprawling before you. The streets lit by the electroplasmic green light that flows in the dusk wall from this district. At the peak of the bridge, you are able to see Lord Strangford's massive Leviathan Hunter. Who wants to name a Leviathan Hunter? What's a good boat name for something that goes and uh, fishes demons from the depths? Summer of George. Summer of George? Okay. Do we even know what summer is? 
I guess we'll see. The uh, Summer of George, its hulking iron bulk looms over the fog in the North Hook Channel, obscuring the smaller steamships docked nearby. It has just returned from a successful hunt, its bowels loaded with Leviathan ichor. Luckily for you, Virgil, you know you don't have to try to rob the ship itself, as that would be suicide. Only the fiercest, battle-hardened sailors are brought on board the Leviathan Hunters, and only the best survive. But you found out about a secret off-the-books exchange happening at an unmarked warehouse. Who'd you find out about this opportunity from? Um, Max? <laughs> Who's Max? He does, like, uh, electric wiring for the warehouse. So he was installing some... Uh, electroplasmic uh like light fixtures in there uh i might say we that were, he we were, well i was gonna say he probably because of what this warehouse is he probably wasn't doing it in there but maybe he works for the electroplasmic company and he he was outside the docks installing these light fixtures because uh, the lamps are still fairly new and they're going up in different areas. And so he happened to be involved in a work crew on that particular street in the docks when he figured out, overheard, and saw what's going on in this particular warehouse. Okay. Okay. So, Max... The lineman. Okay. All right. Well, the warehouse itself is a dingy ramshackle affair. Purportedly, it belonged to a Scovlander shipping company that fell on the bad side of the dockers' boss, Chief Helker. After a few shipments rotted in the harbor, the Scovlanders cut their losses and left, but now the warehouse lies abandoned. A tall, rusty fence topped with razor wire surrounds the building and the small yard. A dim light can be seen inside. So, how y'all want to approach this? I would like to approach disguised in some manner, mainly because I want to make use of my ability to be disguised. There you go. Uh, where are you going to disguise yourself as? I have to imagine that in in a dock like this, there are some female practitioners of the oldest profession. Uh, I thought you said you were going to be disguised. Wow. Oh. That is. Hurtful. All right, night guys, fun session. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'll disguise myself as a, uh, as a as a upscale dock worker, prostitute. All right, okay. Well, uh, Virgil, I mean, this is your whole deal. Uh, how how you want to uh, go about this? I, I also just got a new ability. You know, from my experiences on the the ship, I learned compel, which allows me to. Uh, to uh, locate nearby ghosts and they have to obey my command. So I'm sort of thinking my buddies and I come up to this, um, you know, warehouse and then maybe, you know, after we identify where some of the guards are, uh, I summon some spirits to go spook them. Just to make sure I'm clear too, this is this on the water pretty much or is the warehouse further in? So the, the warehouse, uh, I can mark on the map, it's, uh, so y'all crossed over the westernmost bridge and it is uh, into Silkshore. No, it's uh, it's the Westermoats Bridge into the docks area itself. Oh, the docks. Okay. So it's gonna be gotcha. this uh, this red pin I'm putting in the map. So uh, there is a dock that this warehouse is attached to, correct? It's uh, not attached to a dock. The uh, docks themselves uh, don't have a uh, 
a warehouse attached to them. Instead, there's a bunch of warehouse yards. Uh, so the dockers will take the cargo and ship it, you know, to the different warehouses. Uh, there is this one, this kind of derelict warehouse here on the canal, not quite into the channel that a few of these uh, barrels have been shuffled off to for this uh, off-the-books hookup. So there's the problem of how we're going to get this barrel back home. Uh, we can either wheel it all the way back, or we can commandeer a ship on the dock. I mean, that's also a problem a flashback can solve once you get the, to that point. Yeah. Uh, like What I'm interested in right now is how are y'all... Uh, right now you're outside the fence... Looking in, you see a light on in there. It doesn't look like an electric light. It looks like, you know, maybe some sort of oil lantern that is flickering behind one of the grimy broken windows of the warehouse. So I'm thinking we need to make a hole in this fence. Oh, how about this? I assume no one's actually been in this warehouse before, right, Virgil? Probably not been in it. I mean, I... Just to clarify, I mean, I did propose something to do. What's all the information we need to know or that you need to know for us to, to start? I didn't know there was a fence, okay? So now that there's a fence, yes, we have to do something about that. So there's a tall, rusty fence topped with razor wire. There's a locked gate, and that surrounds a small yard in front of this warehouse. The warehouse itself, it's not attached to any of the warehouses next to it. Uh, each warehouse is kind of its own standalone building, and this fence just encircles the whole thing. Like, it's not uncommon for these warehouses to be topped with fences and topped with razor wire. This thing has been standing derelict for a while. So probably the fence is a little bit more rusty in places than the warehouses around it. And the warehouses around it do seem occupied. It's just that, I like, not like currently occupied, but tenanted. I think I want to tinker with the lock on the gate to pop it open. Tinkering with the gate, that totally makes sense for, for us getting up closer to the building. And then I figured once we're close to the building, maybe I could find ghosts inside the building um, and then okay. sick them on, on dudes. That way my companions don't see them. Okay. Tabitha, why don't you make Iskra's tinker roll for that lock then? Uh, it, it is risky. Uh, it's not a particularly great lock. Uh, so I'm going to say it's uh, you know risky standard. So sixes, you do it. So yeah. Uh, after a few minutes of tink uh, or a few moments of tinkering it, Iskra pops the lock open and is able to pull the gate just open enough so that it's not particularly loud, but all of you can uh, squeeze in with your gear. I high-five uh, Iskra and say, that's what we pay you for. Wait, I'm supposed to be getting paid? Eh, take it up with him. I point at uh, Tobias's character. Cliff. I'm I'm looking up that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, y'all have made it into the small yard. Uh it's fairly obscured from the road now that you're back behind the fence. Like people in the road can definitely like look through that fence and see what's going on, but it's not as obvious that y'all are burglaring the place. Sophia, did you want to like stand lookout or something? Yeah, I'll stay on lookout and, and distract him when he comes over and tries to so what's what's our signal gonna be? How about a moose call well, as our signal? Fantasy we can make moose. moose calls. 
Somebody make somebody make a sound that a moose would make. No one here knows what a moose sounds like. <laughs> I'm trying to think of things that had an interesting, like actual bit of kit that might make an interesting sound, but I don't know some uh, some bird call or something that we've planned ahead of time. How about a crow's squawk? Sounds some crow's foot. So yeah, y'all are able to make it across the yard up to the door. The door is standing ajar. If you look inside, you can see a good few barrels, probably about like five barrels in the middle of this warehouse with a couple of scofflanders standing around them looking kind of bored. You know, there's, there's probably like three or four dressed like dock workers, so they're just uh, standing near the barrels, talking in low tones to each other. Two of them seem to be playing some sort of dice game, you know, squatted, uh, squatting on the dusty floor of the warehouse, just rolling a couple of dice between them, and, you know, every now and again some coins change hands, and then they change back again, and that's what you see when you look through that door. And Skovlanders, those are the guys who betrayed us. What, just earlier, because they're right? Skovlanders, they have to be terrible people? Don't be such a racist. These aren't the same Skovlanders because I'm pretty sure Iskra killed all of those. But it is the same ethnic group, correct? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it was just for a joke, Iskra. It wasn't for a joke, right? Cliff, what are you doing? I'm just kind of looking around. I'm not really... I, I feel like my role in this is mainly going to be to assist, and I've got some ideas for flashbacks to come in. You got those big arm muscles to carry this barrel. Yeah. Yep. All those heavy yeah. law books he lifts. <laughs> well, he boxes. I'm just going to punch the barrel to move yeah. it. It's like video game logic right there. Exactly. I peer in the window, I'm like, and I turn to them, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start part A of, our, of my plan. I prefer you start part E. Part E? Well, you're not there. You're looking out for work. <laughs> so um, my hope is is that I can uh, tune to the ghost field and find a ghost that can kind of lure these people to another area of the warehouse. Not just to, like, frighten them and make them terrified, but make them want to investigate elsewhere and then maybe get terrified when they actually find the ghost. So I'm thinking, like, maybe I can uh, try and find, like, a lady or just, like, a child or just something strange that would stick out, you know, even for a ghost. Okay. So this is a compel, which is a special ability. So I can attune to the ghost field to force a nearby ghost to appear and obey a command I give it. You're not supernaturally terrified, but my allies may be. So I turn to them, to my allies, and be like, hey, I'm going to try and get a ghost to show up so you guys, like, look that away. Alright, I'm definitely not going to look at ghosts. I ain't scared of no ghosts, but you guys will be, so. Alright, so I'm rolling a resolve, or sorry, a tune. My position, Jeremy? Uh, So you're going to be risky? Uh, I'll yeah. say it's risky standard. Risky. Oh, I looked at the ghost. Standard. Um, mm -hmm. Toby, what's that roll for? Uh, it's a ghost looking roll. It's Ghostception. Okay, well I roll a six and a one. So there you six go. Counts. Like you reach out to the ghost field. Can you remind us what it's like when you reach out to the ghost field? So I pull out my uh, my fine uh, spirit mask and put that on, and then you know everything sort of turns monochromy with a blue tint, and I can see through space as if there were no obstructions, and then I can sort of see glowing forms that I can identify as as people, living people, and then more transparent ones that are spirits. 
so yeah, you're able to reach out through that, and you find the ghost of a little girl. She is, like, dragging a small doll behind her. Mm-hmm. It looks like she was a uh, a sweep at one point, a chimney sweep, because... Uh, it's kind of hard to see, but, like, with you attuning on the ghost field, like, you can understand that some of the stuff that is part of her is, like, soot stains and things like that, if that makes sense. Okay. The ghost isn't just her body. It doesn't, like, look like a normal, like, whoo, ghost. The clothes that she has look kind of torn in places and ashy. She doesn't look too great. I sort of, um kneel down a little bit, uh, and I say, Hello, darling, what, what's your name? Isabel. Isabel. Isabel That's right. <laughs> Isabel has a sweet motor car. Isabel, can you turn off your, your uh, chimney-sweeping vacuum cleaner for a second? <laughs> no, I can't. It's part of me. <laughs> That's gross. It's part... Okay. <laughs> well, I- Isabel, I'd, I'd love for you to do me a favor. What is that? Isabel, I think that (laughs) there's some some chimneys that need to be cleaned kind of over in the middle of this warehouse here. Do you think you can crawl up onto on top of those uh, those stacked boxes and start looking for dust and ash? Yeah, I can do that. (laughs) So bad, Jeremy. It's so bad. You've you've had done yourself. Sorry, I don't know why it's getting all of that <laughs> background noise no it, what i was commenting on was your little girl tone <laughs> just speak than, like jeremy the distortion all right so i'm assuming isabel sort of walks or dashes off past the guards on her way to try her vacuum clean supernatural ash i think so uh so you got a six so that means that you do it why don't you uh, just roll two dice to see how well she scares these guards. Uh, two and a three. Okay, so... It, like I, I was saying, it was, it was less about terrifying them and more about making them get, move away. So, but you had her walk in front of the guards? Walk to, past them, yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. they would have at least seen her out of the corner of their eyes. Yeah, They so they're definitely frightened now. But they didn't run away as good as you thought that they might have. But they're definitely unnerved by there being a ghost here. I must say that's probably going to put y'all in a controlled position at this point. Okay. Uh, Because they're distracted by this horrible ghost child that walked across. Mm. And is like shuffling through boxes very noisily. Hmm. What are y'all going to do now? So we've moved into a controlled position, but they have not left their guard position of the barrels. Y- so, yeah, I mean, they're they're yeah. distracted. Like, a couple of them, ha- like, the guys who are playing the, the dice game have kind of stopped to, like, turn and stand and look towards, uh, towards the ghost girl, try to figure out what she's doing. There is still one guy that seems to be keeping an eye on the front door, though. Like, he's expecting someone. I'm, I'm sort of wondering, with Sophia's des- decision to sort of be dressed up, if maybe we could lure some of them away 
by Sophia kind of encouraging some of them to, to come out to her, you know, as like, a, you know, see if they want some entertainment. Yeah, I mean, if, if you need me to use my wilds on someone, we can do that. That we get in through the gate and then we sort of reset it to look like the gate's closed. And then Sophia gets some of the guards to come out. Well, I don't really know much what I could do here. I feel like... Well, I mean, didn't didn't he roll a six for his? The that team? attune was to summon the ghost, make sure that he was able to. You know what? You're right. That probably should have done more than it did. Because I was thinking that it would, you know, get the ghost, and there would be problems if it didn't work. But I guess if it didn't work, it just wouldn't work. So a six means that he got a ghost that did a better job. I'm going to say that with that six, probably all the guards are distracted. There's not a dude looking at the door anymore. And they're very nervously chatting amongst themselves in Scovlander. I don't know if any of you speak Scovlander other than Sophia. Uh, I'm a learned man, so probably. You're hearing a lot of superstitious talk over there about whether or not they should stay. Like, how bad's it going to be if they just cut and run? Because, you know... The city is crawling with ghosts. Here's what I'm going to do. While, while they're kind of looking flustered, since we're just kind of still outside the building, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to sneak around just hugging the wall to the front door, and I just want to pound on the door as hard as I can to scare the shit out of them. Okay. Um, huh. What sort of role should that be, then? I don't know if I love this. <laughs> I mean, we are out here, right? We don't want to yeah. be out here when they come to investigate. So, isn't there a window nearby? Yeah, yeah. Can I like pry open the window? Like, I was kind of assuming that y'all are at the door, but y'all can be at the window if you want. Yeah. I mean, y'all been at this one window this whole time. Are there other doors or windows or anything? There's more yard on this side of the warehouse. If you go around, there's there's a couple of smaller doors. That seem to lead into some offices that are attached to the warehouse. I mean, I think it makes sense to for for some some of us to sort of peel off and look around, or Jimmy open a window or something like that. So you're trying to scare them by beating on the front door? Yeah, that, that's what Toby said. My, my, my idea was just to pound on the door and basically ditch. Like I don't want to, I don't want them to see me. Worst case scenario, they go to look to see what pounded and they see nothing. You know, okay, the spooky ghost. Yeah. So that'll probably be a prowl roll then. Banging on the door is nothing, but trying to get away and making sure they don't see you. Okay, this is a controlled roll you said earlier? Yeah, it'll be controlled because, you know, they're looking the other direction and they're spooked. This is a extreme effect? I'll say it's great effect. Yeah, controlled great. And I'm being helped by the ghost. Is that not a bonus dice? Uh, the help from the ghost gave you the great effect. And the controlled position. So I'm thinking about taking the devil's bargain here. Okay. Maybe if I fail, I get caught. Uh, so a devil's bargain is going to happen. Like, it's not a if-then. I'm fine with the devil's bargain being, you know, something narrative, but it's a narrative thing that's going to happen. A devil's bargain for this would be, like, it draws some attention from the street side. Or something like that. I think that's fair, because if I'm making a lot of noise, I'm making a lot of noise. Right. So if there's some outsiders here, yeah. you know, some maybe some blue coats patrolling, yeah. that's not going to be good. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. All right, well, I accept the devil's bargain to get one dice then. 
Okay. And I got a five. So for controlled, uh, you hesitate, withdraw, and try a different approach, or else do it with a minor consequence. A minor complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You suffer lesser harm. You end up in a risky position. So I think for that, it's probably going to be the people watching from the window, like you sneak over there. You, you kind of want to dash a little bit too soon, so you kind of like pound... Uh, Jeremy, you're, yes. here's the part where I remind you that you previously had said that you wanted to give us more say <laughs> in how things went wrong. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, so let's see. I mean, well, he also there's, gets there's the a... choice to hesitate and try another approach, so. Yeah, I can't see myself hesitating here, so I'm definitely going to take a consequence to some effect. Uh, I don't want the effect to be lessened. You know, I definitely do want to scare these guys inside, but like I mentioned, it does create a lot of noise, so maybe the consequences from across the street in a different warehouse, a a lamp lights up as somebody wakes up and looks out the window. So I assume sort of logistically how this worked is uh, I made the spooky ghost show up, and then Toby told us he was going to bang on the the door and then we sort of tabitha and i moved so that we'd be non not visible while he did that so that's why we didn't have to roll a prowl roll right because it's just toby trying to get out of the way right yeah yeah well, i mean y'all are kind of like at the door or at one of the windows looking in so but like around the corner or something. yeah his yeah. prowl roll would have been trying to get back uh unseen yeah because uh, yeah. he wanted to spook people even more by bang- making a loud noise in a direction they weren't looking. Because I'm assuming at some point one of you will bungle this up and I'll have to use my disguise and stuff to stop it. Yeah, that seems like a clear, like, um, flashback scenario. Here, hold on. We're waiting on Tabitha to get back on. Um, so my phone will not connect to the internet all, and my computer just crashed, so lost the last while. <laughs> oh. The Kush experience. We haven't really done much. I mean, all we've really done is, like, showed up at this place, broke in, got a ghost to appear, and then we're about to make some noise. That would be pretty... We could pretty quickly get back to the same point without much, uh, you know, much headache, I think. I think the main thing is Tabitha just picked the lock. I've got everything running for half a second, so if we want to try to fit an entire game before my fucking computer goes out again... Sorry, you guys. We can try it. No, it's just irritating. Thanks again for listening, and thanks for dealing with our technical problems. We'd like to uh, thank you again for listening to Moxie. Hope you've been enjoying it. Feel free to uh, you know like and subscribe on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, however you listen to us. If you'd like to see some of the cute squids that Tabitha's been making, check out our Etsy store. That's Quiet Nova Studios. You can check out Jeremy's novels on Amazon. Thanks again to Ketza for our intro song. It's called Mission Ready. And if you'd like to email us, feel free to do that at membersofkcell at gmail.com. All right, be seeing you. Uh, you want me to do a little, here's what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. So we are doing a, a heist in a warehouse, and we have gone up to the warehouse and Sophia's character is standing lookout. Iskra did a successful tinkerer roll and got the gate open for us. And we snuck across the yard.
Uh, we made it up to a window, looked in, and we saw, I believe, four guards that are in there. I summoned the spirit of a, a coal sweep. Her name was Isabel. And then she went and tried to spook the boys. I got a six. And so they're pretty spooked and they're all distracted. And then Iskra and I sort of snuck around uh, around a corner. And Tobias's character, um, Cliff, is going to bang on the door to make a loud sound and scare them. He rolled a high roll, but... A mixed success. So he has raised the uh, suspicions of some of the people in the other surrounding warehouses as to what's going on at this particular facility. I think that covers yeah. those things, right? Uh, and he also took a devil's bargain that brought the blue coats' attention as well. Not the blue coats necessarily, Jeremy. I'm pretty sure you said the word blue coats. I said somebody, and the consequence that I was describing when your internet shit the bed was that <laughs> since I'm wailing on the door as loud as I can, a light goes on in a window from across the street. Right. So that which there's... I'm kind of imagining would be something like a clock, maybe that's like outside. Outside attention, outside influence. Right, so you've got two separate consequences going on. One's from the Devil's Bargain, and then there's one for the mixed success. Well, then what the fuck is the Devil's Bargain? I, I, I feel like there would be a clock that maybe got ticked down twice, because it's kind of the same thing. Um, okay, well, I can work with that. It's basically just a shit ton of noise, you know, and I was hoping that maybe you'd be deserted this time of night and no one would pay attention, but yeah. somebody has paid attention. Okay, uh, we're going to make this a six clock, and that's got two ticks on it. Uh, you did another two ticks on the Skavlander guards. The two guards that were that were playing dice earlier, Virgil and Iskra from the window, see them like jump out of their skins when uh, uh, Cliff bangs on the metal warehouse door and dashes back. And uh, through the glass pane, you can hear them cursing in Scoblander, uh, say they're not getting paid enough for the shit, and walk out. <laughs> Too fucking right. Sophia, out on the street, uh, like you hear that banging happening, and you can see some of the some of the people who are walking along the street nearby kind of like look a little bit. Uh, it doesn't look like they're you know like lookouts; they're just curious onlookers at this point, trying to see what's happening. Yeah, I'll uh, keep an eye on them and maybe sense the sense of flurry, flurry looks in their direction and see if they you know just see that it's obviously just. Uh... Uh, Lady of the Night down here, and they can fuck off. Fuck something, anyway. Uh, there's two more Scofflander guards in there. They're talking in worried whispers. One of them, like, walks towards the door that the main noise had been at and just kind of stands there. Uh, he looks very impatient. He's tapping his foot. He does not look happy to be here. Uh, who wants to do something? Anyone got, like, knockout gas? I do. <laughs> In this fact. worked really well a few times. Yeah, this this was great the last, you know, every single time I've tried to use it. Jeremy loves the type of RPG where you have to do things a bunch of times to get skills in it. He hates it uh, when, you know, When doing... you're just able to do anything. Yeah, he hates right, that. Right, yeah. So, so Jeremy's gonna let you succeed this time, I think. Don't you think, Jeremy, regardless of what she rolls? <laughs> we'll see. 
the the knockout gas comes out and it turns into a horrible, unspeakable creature. And you all roll sanity checks and die. <laughs> Do you want to try knockout gas or something? So I don't, yeah. I don't have knockout gas specifically. What I've tried to do previously is combine two different drugs with a grenade, and it just hasn't worked well for some reason. So I'm going to need some kind of delivery mechanism. I'm thinking I load a bunch of trans powder into my blow dart tube and then blow it across the guards to see if what it makes could them go pass wrong? out. Okay, so there's one guard at the doorway and one guard by the barrels now. Do I want to do guard at the doorway or guard at the barrels first, group? Um, Maybe the barrels, because the guy at the doorway is easier to get at if we need to do something about him. All right, so I'm going to carefully, Jeremy, carefully, using a funnel Mm -hmm. and gloves, get the trans powder into my blow dart. Okay, I'll give you an extra die for a uh, devil's bargain. Fuck off. Um, I'm going to take a deep breath in, <laughs> away from the blow dart gun. I, and I, then... I scooch over and I open up the window a crack for you, just so you don't uh, <laughs> blow it right into the window. <laughs> that would be hilarious. This will be controlled standard, and that sounds like a hunt roll. Hunt? I don't have anything in hunt. Why is it hunt? Because that's, shooting? that's the Making shooting range skill. Attack, yeah. <sighs> I've got a ticket hunt, so you could hand it to me and I can do it. Alright, I hand it to him. Remember the last time you tried to hand him something? Yeah, I do, Jeremy. Do I need to make a roll to hand him something? That's a wreck roll. No. <laughs> a wreck something. So she loads the blow dart musket, and then I aim and fire. I'm gonna do a that. blow dart sure. musket? <laughs> I'm just, Jeremy? I'm, just I'm thinking Jeremy about, just like, you know, it. the Revolutionary War. The blow dart, Got the loaders. Though. <laughs> All right, risky standard, is that what you said? Controlled standard. Uh, controlled so it's, standard. yeah, it's controlled standard because y'all are still in the controlled thing. Oh, yeah. Six. I rolled okay, a there six. You go. I, I whistle a little bit to get his to get him to turn his face towards us, and he takes it right in the open mouth. He sure does. That guard is out. Uh, he collapses, but he doesn't. That knocks both both guards out that clears that clock so what this is gonna do is uh like he falls face forward onto one of the barrels and as uh the dude who is standing near the door turns around to see what's happening like the ghost uh the little girl ghost come comes out and uh says are we done yet and and then uh and and what and what and <laughs> and then he runs. That that last guard just bolts right out of there. Good. Uh, yeah. So there are five barrels here of the electroplasmic fun stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, I need one for myself, but I guess we could take more. I mean, um, we should take more and sell them. They're freaking expensive, I guess. We probably have uh, Sophia come in here now that we've dealt with all the guards, right? So sure. we all be together? Yeah. So I, I signaled for Sophia to come in. I think we had a moose call ready to go. <laughs> uh, so, Sophia, out out on the street, you actually see a armored vehicle turning down one of the roads leading towards this place. Oh. Can I tell it's coming this like towards the warehouse? Is there other stuff on this road, or is this is this it? There's other stuff on this road, but like this is clearly some sort of like armored delivery vehicle, much like a uh, steampunk 
money van. Yeah. Sure, why not? I can intuit tune too, so I'll I'll make like a crow noise in the air so that they know to hurry the fuck up. And then uh and the, when the thing is close I'll you know, I'll flag it down. Like I'm not gonna step in front of it and die. But my goal is to like step in front and be like, Hey guys, you wanna you know, you yeah. look like you're working hard, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. Delay them. Sure. That sounds like a consort role. It's probably I guess... more sw- well, consort or sway. I have the same dice in either, so Either way, I guess you're still in a controlled position. I want to say it's going to be limited just because of who's in that paddy wagon. It's Bazo Baz! <laughs> I do get a bonus <laughs> die from, from Cloak and Dagger. So I will, I yeah. will use that. I'm going to... I got a 2-4-2. Two, two, I'm going to use my moxie to uh, bump that 4. Uh, well, so bumping a 4 bumps it to a 6, right? Correct. 4 so that, the same. Yeah. So yeah. I'll bump it to a success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the wagon uh, stops. And yeah, there's a man sitting in the front of the truck. You don't really recognize him. Uh, he looks like he's just kind of a driver and he gives you a toothy grin. You know, you're talking to him uh, for a little bit as he you know, says, ah, uh, haven't seen you around here before. Trying to muscle into new markets. You know how it is. Yeah, I get it. After a few a few minutes of talking, and he's trying to you know figure out where he can meet you later. You hear you know some banging from the inside, and a really muffled and strangely loud voice saying, uh, "Why did we stop?" Uh, and he says, uh, "Well." I'm I'm back on the clock. I gotta get going. But you definitely bought your friends some time as yeah. they are doing what they need to do. And what is it that you guys need to do? We're stealing a barrel, Jeremy. You think we could do two barrels? Yeah, I think we should definitely try to do two. There's there's a, there's a couple of us. We could do two barrels. Okay, so how are y'all getting these barrels uh, both out of here and to Satara? I turned to Cliffclaw and I said, good thing we made friends with that helicopter pilot last week. Oh, yes. <laughs> good thing we brought the teleport gun. They're called ornithopters. Thank you. Wow. So where else there is surely some sort of cart, like a gurney or, or whatever. So I was thinking about a little, like, smallish barge that we rented from my friend Eckerd, the corpse thief. He has one. Paid him a little bit of money, and he's got it tied up waiting on the smaller dock nearest to the warehouse. So we're just going to roll the barrels down uh, the road away from the gate and down and put them in his little barge and then float to safety. Like, there's not really a dock per se, but the warehouse Jeremy, does... I'm, I'm looking at the map. We're going to roll it down, down the, the road it's like a block to away. the dock. Okay, I gotcha. What should we roll for this then? I'd definitely say that this is probably a group action. Yeah, definitely. Because you're trying to get these heavy-ass barrels out of here. We're going to lift them and put them on the rolling cart that is in the warehouse. Okay. Oh, here we go. Specifically for moving these barrels, it's right there. Surely there's a hand truck. Yeah. Yeah, hand truck. There you go. That's what I was, what I was looking for. Would that be finesse? Handle a vehicle? Sort of? I could go with I, I don't know these barrels themselves are heavy so if you're trying to like lift them into a cart or are you talking like a dolly yeah it's yeah, like dolly. a dolly yeah so a dolly would be good for one did anyone bring a dolly or do you want to make a fortune roll to see if the previous owners here left we're one? in a warehouse jeremy yeah it's it's an abandoned a long abandoned warehouse so let's check a long to see abandoned whether or warehouse not... with people who are obviously still using it and have barrels present you think they only have one dolly 
And how did the barrels get there? With the yeah. one single dolly that Jeremy thinks exists in a warehouse. Clearly only one person works at a time. They took the uh, dolly back with them to the docks. <laughs> Just make a fortune roll. Roll a die and let's see what it looks like. Looks like a die. Okay, I got a five. Well, that's a five on a d20. And we roll D6. You just you just said roll a die. That's not good. The roll was a two for those at home. There is a dolly. It's an old rickety thing. When you try to put the barrel on it, it collapses under the weight of the barrel. These are like so- thick still drums with like these big bands wrapping around them. Jeremy, are they square? They are round barrels. Then we're going to flip it on its side using the dolly to flip it over and roll <laughs> it down the street. Okay, so you're going to roll it. I think I think okay. we did say like five minutes ago that we're going to roll out the barrel. I mean, that's what I've said several thousand times, but Jeremy doesn't hear me when I talk. I mean, much like the barrel, we've gone round and round in circles again. <laughs> okay, so y'all are going to take these barrels. You're going to roll them out of the warehouse, through the gate, mm-hmm. in front of this truck, and down the street. <laughs> I really didn't. Not in front of the truck. Out the back door. Out the back door. Okay. Away from the gate. So away from the gate is the canal. Okay. The canal that faces Crow's Foot. Y'all can have Eckerd meet you there. Hold on. So there is the big road Uh on the north side of the building. That is where the armored vehicle is coming down, right? Yeah. So we are going to roll down this side alley behind the building, skirting the edge of the water, and then roll it to the stock right here. Okay. All right. So, uh, make your group check for rolling a barrel. What What do y'all think rolling a barrel is going to be? Lead a group action. Roll for each character who participates in the group action. The best single roll counts as the action result, which applies to every character that rolled. Okay. So there's three of us. So we roll. We each roll a d6, or we roll three three d6s, or. Uh, one person has to lead the group action. So the success of the action is based on the best roll, but for every failed roll, the person who leads the action takes a stress. I've got five stress. I'm fine taking the stress. You you well, don't have a th- way to get rid of stress. There's three. Right now. There, that's the potential of you getting three stress, John. That we're doing this for me. He's just, he's just banking on at least one success. What could go wrong? <laughs> I mean, lot. trauma. This is Jeremy we're talking about. We haven't no one used that yet, so it's time to experiment with a new uh, mechanic. Okay, well, does someone else want to lead? I mean, it is risky, I suppose, for me to do it. I just thought it made sense for me to be the leader. Who has the lowest stress? I've got only three stress. I've got five stress right now. Okay, so that's going to be Toby's got the lowest. Yeah. All right. Probably. Toby, Toby, are you willing to take it? (sighs) Not willing, but I don't really have much of a choice. (laughs) Okay. So this is more of a prowl roll? I'm just trying to more of a prowl roll. I'm I'm thinking it's either gonna be prowl or wreck, because what wreck are we is Well, I mean wreck is like the strength sort of skill. No, uh it so isn't. it's <laughs> destroying. We're gonna punch the barrels by ducking home. <laughs> Jeremy, look sense. at the description you know, for finesse. Uh, traversing obstacles, run, jump. Yeah, so we I mean, can finesse go. Finesse would work. It's handle vehicle or mount, similar. Yeah, it's so it's either prowl or finesse. That makes sense. I'm doing finesse because I've got more in it. Well, you all have to do the same one. So I've got two ticks in finesse. What do we think? I've got zero ticks in finesse. And Toby, what have you got in finesse? 
Uh, finesse zero. So Prowl's okay, so we've got definitely two something. zeros and a two, and Prowl I've got one. I've got one and in Prowl. To- and Toby, you've got what in Prowl? One. So we're we're better off doing a Prowl then. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and everyone make your Prowl rolls. I roll a two. Yeah, this That's is still familiar. control standard. I rolled a six. Hey, a six. There we go. And a three. All so right. the six counts, but Toby will take two strats. Yeah, so y'all are definitely able to do it, uh, but Tobias takes two strats as he's trying to usher everyone Let's into... Go, 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 uh, go, 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 go. Yep, Sophia, when the truck uh, rolls away, the driver that had winked at you right before he rolled off gets out. Opens up the gate all the way, goes in there, but you don't hear a call of an immediate call of alarm. Seems like your friends got away. Then I will also make myself scarce. All right. Okay. Well, then you guys did it. Good job. Did it, Reddit. So we got our barrels. Guys, I would I would clap, but then the person editing this recording (laughs) wouldn't know when to start. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, y'all wound up getting what two barrels? Two barrels. Yes. Right, let's so one see. One of them is gonna go to John's definitely not a sex demon. Saitara, my mother, essentially. Uh-huh. Ooh, is your it, mother. It's an Oedipus thing? Keep it's a your, I don't know why you guys are all about this weird <laughs> sex angle. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I'm this is John talking. I was I don't <laughs> I don't king shame, man. Whatever you're into as long as everyone I, is consenting. I'm not here to judge, but since I'm here anyway, I might as well. (laughs) (laughs) Tabitha, not here to judge, really? I'm not here to do it, but I mean, it's not out of my way. It just happens. It's just the default state. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Payoff. After a score, the PCs take stock of their income from the operation. A successful score generates both rep and coin. If you keep the operation completely quiet so no one knows about it, you are in zero rep. Mark the rep on the rep tracker on the crew sheet. What do you guys think? Do you think that people know that y'all robbed these guys, or do you think... Nope. Who saw us? I think, yeah, I think this might be the first time we actually don't generate... Yep. <laughs> like, no one knows it was Moxie. It, it yeah, it's probably went good. As planned, it's shocking. Yeah, because no rep also in theory means no heat, or at least very low heat generation. Yeah, it's gonna be smooth and quiet, low exposure, zero heat for sure. Uh, that's a fair payoff, fair trade off, I think. I'm gonna say that this is like uh, the two barrels of this. It's gonna be hard to offload. You know, obviously Satara wants one of them. The other one could offloading it be a long term project for someone. Or maybe that we could all work on. Yeah, that's gonna be an uh, a long term project. I think the long term project would be more like finding a fence, willing to take it. But it's definitely gonna be worth at least ten coin. So give us a clock on the main board for that, because it's something that we could all work on rather than just a, a single person's long term project. Yeah. So it'd be like a ten clock. Yeah, that sounds fair. A ten clock. And then every time we get one off, we get a coin. That's not how transacting goods and services works. <laughs> this clock filling it up is going to give you two things. It's going to give you both the ability to sell this, but it's also going to give you guys a contact to whom you can go and sell unscrupulous things to. Maybe Amencio, a deal broker. Could be. Okay, so that's 
coin and heat. Add plus one heat for a high profile or well connected target if it happened on hostile turf. Add plus one heat if you're at war with another faction. So. Unfortunately, we are, so. Yeah, so you are going to get one heat for that. All right, I'm guessing that doesn't fill up your wanted level track, though, because that should be all the way empty. Yeah, it's, you know, we're, we're looking all right. Okay. Anyone want to go to prison? <laughs> Question. No thanks, Is this Jeremy? fun prison, or? <laughs> Not particularly. I mean, y'all have one wanted level, so someone could go to prison for a month or two? No, I I'm fine. Yeah. I'm, okay. I think we'll we'll live with the wanted level, I guess. All right. Uh, so entanglements uh, after payoff and heat are determined. Uh, let's generate an entanglement. Uh, so you have it's going to be one die per wanted level based on your heat. So you only have one heat. So let's roll this d6. It's a five. Rivals or unquiet dead. Okay, uh, I think that is going to have to come up later. So uh, we can go on to downtime activities. Uh, everyone gets one since you're at war. And, so, and we can still get a free one from Cliff if he wants to give that out. Right. Um, also, since it's the beginning of downtime, everyone gets a point of moxie. We have a max of one. Uh, right? Yeah, a max of one. Gotcha. I'm going to put my other moxie in my stash. What's that? I just, I just put it in the notes on the character sheet. Yeah, I mean, I think the way to think about it is just that we can do, we can use it once per mission, essentially. Right? You have it. You either have it or you don't. I believe I'm gonna go talk to give Tara my my barrel. If we can go and do that. Cool. I want to do that last. Okay, that's fine. Is that gonna burn a downtime activity for him? I want to do stress reduction. Yeah. So. yeah, I I assume that that's he's gonna do oh, that sure. and stress reduction. Uh, so do we get two downtime activities? I J thought we were down to one. You're just down the one right now because you're at war. I I'm just gonna indulge my vice and fossick about in some people's innards for a little while, uh, to get rid of some of the stress. You're at five, right? Yeah, I'm at five, so it's not okay. as dangerous so okay. Yeah. okay that's just three i'm good there you go give us some grimy details about all that uh so i've got a couple of corpses cooling in waxed bags in the canal i'm gonna say that these were the scovlanders who had betrayed us and i've been letting them just sort of gently decay for a little while okay. so i'm gonna fish one of them out and see what that's like it's only been a couple of days uh since all of this has happened yeah honestly like it's probably been like a week and a half in game since we started y'all have been staying pretty busy i mean even after just a couple of days there should be some interesting bloating yeah going to i think i'm just gonna train in resolve we have resolve training yeah so i'm gonna train and resolve we get get two ticks there I just, Sophia does that by just hanging out at the bar at the tavern and consorting with people and trying to just learn more about how people work and convince people of things and lie, lie better, etc. Okay. Sounds good. What about Cliff? Uh, I think I'm just going to kind of nurse my black eye still. That's the main thing I want to make sure gets off my sheet. Did you ever uh, finish repairing your relationship with your blue coat friend? I have not. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do my vice first because uh, I want to see what my other action, my other downtime. Oh, that's right, because you get to give someone an extra. Yeah, or or myself. There's just one more floating around. So I think uh, vice is over fifty percent because of this uh, barrel rolling. So let's indulge that vice. 
No bonus dice. Out of five. All Oof. right. So I had right on the two. money. So, no, that is yeah. Oof, barely. All right. Well, I'm feeling pretty good about barrel barrel raiding. Yeah. So if no one else needs that other action, I will how many noses my... did you break whilst doing your vice? As as I'm as I'm going down to the speakeasy and you're knocking a couple rounds. Every time I see somebody's face, I just imagine that barrel and just pop pop. <laughs> There you go. We've had a couple close calls over the past few weeks, but it's kind of worked out for us. So I'm feeling pretty good at this point. All right. Well, let's go to Virgil. You got your barrel of electroplasm that uh, Satara has been asking you for. It's been a little bit of a time since you've seen her. Yeah. So I go to the, oh man, what are they even called? Like the place of power? Pl- yeah, the places of power. So I go to the place of power that um, I last saw her at with the barrel and probably wait for a while. And then eventually, you know, she probably saw me sitting there like through the ghost field. And then she comes around the corner and I offer her the barrel. I've, I brought this for you. This is, this is what you need because I took too much. Ah, yes, that is indeed the good stuff. Thank you. Wait, are you talking to the chimney sweep child again? No, this is clearly a different voice. This was me, the ghost girl. Oh my god. I am a demon. Virgil, thank you. I appreciate you bringing me this. And she uh, just rips the lid off of the electroplasm. And she pours it on her <laughs> head like a Gatorade container at a football game. <laughs> uh, what's an electroplasm look like? Like the green glowing goo in Tim Burton's Batman. <laughs> yeah, I could go with that. There's probably like electricity crackling through it as well. I think that she rips that off and it's kind of like the football thing only she just like dunks herself in it i guess that's more like like bobbing for apples in nasty blue electric goose shit yeah it's green but (laughs) whatever um i i capture the spillover in my little vials uh funny you say that uh because you see some of the spillover that like coming towards you it's like moving across the ground towards where you're standing yeah i get on my knees and i i start collecting it in the vials and and drinking some of it yeah it starts flowing up you towards one of your pockets Oh, my, my, like, stone thing. Yeah, that stone thing is greedily soaking in this electroplasm. Huh. Do you know anything? Do you know what this magic is, Satara? I found this right after we last met. Where did you get that? Just said he found it. I, yeah, I mean, you know Flint, right? He had it. We've had a lot of dealings with him. He was trying to, he sucked a soul into this thing. Where did he get that? You I don't know. Don't I I don't bring that here anymore. Okay. You're I'm, better I'm off just I... throwing that in the sea. Okay, I'll uh do, do, so you know what this is though. That's from before the world. Just it's it's old and if you bring it around here again 
no just get rid of it you don't want that <laughs> very informative thank you satara and i i put if, it as far away from her as i can in in my bag listen there are things left over from when and before the sun broke that's not shit is that how you say it that's not shit that you want to deal with it's gonna bring you nothing but trouble if you keep it okay i uh i'll uh i'll figure out something to do with it then i mean your your demon mommy is telling you very specifically to throw it into the sea well she said throw it into the sea or something i I think you said that you were like kind of putting it away from her for now that way you don't have to deal with that but you're able to do your vice like normal I mean, I assume I couldn't immediately throw it in the sea, but yeah. I don't know. However, it is that you indulge yourself with Satara. It's yeah, sexual. We, we're, we it's very clear. <laughs> I don't know. We we it's commune with the obvious. demon gods and we drink of of the electroplasm. Mm-hmm. I I honestly don't know why. <laughs> we all know a euphemism when we hear it, John. Exactly. Goodness. Whatever. What do I roll? I rolled my vice. Fine. You just hit the button next to your vice and yeah. yeah. I haven't done it in so long. Um all right. All right. I rolled a two and a three. So you get rid of three so... stress. It doesn't ring quite as true as it used to for whatever reason. It doesn't fill that it, it doesn't fill that hole like you thought it would. Whoa. My demon gods aren't listening to me. I don't know. You're just still bothered when you leave. Hmm. Okay. Let's go ahead and stop there for tonight. Experience? Yeah, experience for sure. Let's see. So we went from a risky, but there were no desperate actions. Correct. Yeah, Yeah, no. No one's going to have that. No one got down to desperate actions. So let's start with Cliff. So you addressed a challenge, a calculation or a conspiracy. Uh, I think trying to work in tandem to scare the guards alongside the ghost definitely qualifies for that. Yeah. I can go for that. You express your belief, drives heritage, your background. Mm, well, I did say that I understood the Scofflanders because I was a, a man of letters. I think that counts. I think that counts. Used his back background. You struggle with issues from your race of traumas. I struggle with those <laughs> barrels. Well, I mean, that wasn't really an issue from your vice or trauma, though. I struggle with punching the barrels. Rolling. We've made this extremely clear. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't want to okay, accidentally uh, punch and blow up a barrel, like in a video game? That's, yeah, was, were, the, were the barrels red, or were they a different <laughs> color? Never asked what color they were. All right, uh, so that got you a total of uh, two check marks then, right? Yep. All right, let's go to Iskra then. So, you addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. I did tinker that lock open, yeah. so I, I would argue that that was a thing. I also used a powder to make those guards pass out. I don't know if you're going to let me count that or not. I, I don't really think that that counts as mayhem in this ish, in this particular thing. Handling the alchemicals is a technical skill, but yeah. it's not something that I necessarily rolled for, so... Uh, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Not really, I wouldn't say. And struggled with issues from your vice or traumas. No, not at all. Not- not really. All right, so just one. Okay, uh, Virgil. 
All right, uh, address the challenge with knowledge or arcane power. I uh, had Isabel join us as a fun NPC, so that's one. Yeah. Um, express my beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Not particularly. Struggle with issues from your vice or traumas during the session. I mean, this whole I mean, does the... session happen because of your that's vice. True. Yeah. So I'd give you so, one for that. Yep. Yeah, so two, two. Yeah. I think in total. Okay. And Sophia. I think I'm still going to hear I uh, address a challenge with deception when I yeah, stalled the, uh, the, the guard guys. No, I don't know. I, mean, I guess I really didn't struggle with vice or trauma. I didn't necessarily just believe drives heritage background. Except for the fact that, like, I stayed, I mean, I stayed outside and, and did my job. I'm not sure that counts for anything, though. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, this was I a mean... pretty quiet job, so y'all didn't really learn all that much from it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but we can go ahead and do crew advancement. So we did execute a successful burglary. Yeah, definitely. Um, are we, were we calling this contending with challenge of our station, or were we not because of how it worked out? I, I think because you were able to avoid that final challenge. Yeah. It it doesn't really count. Uh, we didn't bolster our reputation, but I do think we expressed. The goals, drives, intercomputer, and essential nature of their crew. Because this, we only did this because Virgil needed yeah. it. So yeah. This was, we put ourselves on the line to help a comrade. While, while you're here at war with a different person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I can go for that. So we'll take two, two checks there. Okay. So do we want to try, try to figure out what we want to do next time so you can get something ready? Yeah, I mean, that would definitely be useful. Both the red sashes and the blue coats are going to be moving on Bazobaz soon. There was talk about going to try to find Rorik's body, but I don't think y'all need to do that anymore. Yeah, we faked a body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do. Yeah, we did that yeah. last time, right? Didn't we cut somebody's yeah. head off? Yeah. And then had Rorik in Lysa's body come and swear that that was totally him. Yeah, so I'm noticing that the Destroy the Lampback's Clock, Lamp Black's Clock, <laughs> for the Red Sashes is almost done. Yep. And the Lamp Blacks is the people we're at war with, so if that clock goes down and our enemies are destroyed. That, and that could sounds also like give us two words, one stone. Activities back and make things easier because we're not at yeah. war anymore. So I think. So maybe yeah. we could do so something about that. I think the ultimate play here would be to we we want we want to win for the for the red ashes and to win for the blue coats. So the ultimate play would be to so, to go in with red ashes, fight some lamp blacks to make it look like we're doing yeah. a good job and the red ashes are winning. And then have the police come in and bust all the lamp blacks and, and what we all, could do is we could go in with the red sashes, beat the piss out of the lamp blacks, throw Bazo Baz in a burlap sack, and deliver him to the blue coats. Yeah, red sashes will never go for that though. I mean, maybe they could if we paid them enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we could convince them somehow. Be like, what an absolute fucking power move over the blue coats. Say here. We did your job the real for saviors you, of piece of fun. shit. <laughs> yeah. way, I, I think it's like delightful for me. Mopping up the lamp blacks is the du jour. Yeah. Um, I, w I was thinking that that would probably be like a good season break as well. Not like a, hey, let's stop this and do something else, but have ha have like a an amount of time pass between oh, what's going on here. That way we jump. can kind of figure out what we're doing and what we like. 
Yeah. Uh, like what we want to focus on next, because mm-hmm. I know that we've kind of spiraled out from the initial situation here. So. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense for that to be the season one. I, I do want to start acquiring more territory and start expanding us. But it seems like with the defeat of a major rival that we have firmly established ourselves in the atmosphere. And plus, it makes a lot of sense. It makes some sense mechanically, too, because y'all are, I think, two rep away from like going up in tier. Uh, like right now, you have a weak hold, but once you beat the Lamp Blacks, your hold's going to go back from weak to strong. Actually, you just need one more rep. So if you get that one rep, your hold will go from weak to strong, and you'll go up in tier if you can pay the coin that you need for that. Yeah, generalized plan. And if somebody, if if, if we don't end up having the lamp blacks face all the jail time, if we know we're going to have a session break or a, you know an in in game break, one of us could go to jail for a month. That's true. Yeah, and we could pick up like in game like next, you know, when when that person gets out. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Just keep in mind that going to jail might give you trauma, so... Might. Yeah, I mean, you'll have to explain all the mechanics when we get there. But it's also, yeah. if you go to jail, you can get claims and stuff, and there's like a whole... Yeah. Uh, also, there's some value to jail. Also, if you go to jail with a point of moxie, uh, that protects you from a lot of the bad stuff. Especially if you're rolling... Uh, it, especially if you're at tier 1 and not at tier 0. Uh, so, that, that could be good. All right, well, uh, I hope you had fun with that, guys. Uh, sorry about all of the technical difficulties. I know that this is probably going to be a pain to edit, John, but just let me know. Uh, yeah, well, when, <laughs> when I get to it in, like, three weeks, I'll... <laughs> yeah. 